Get ready. You're about to listen to divine truths that has the capacity to transform your life in the moment. God's word is powerful and sharper than two-edged sword and can bring answers to all life's questions. Now, welcome to the Qualified Life brought to you from the Impact Life Missions. And I want to promise you, when God speaks to you, your time will not be wasted. Amen. Man can waste your time when man is speaking to you. But when God begins to speak to you, your time can never be wasted. Because every time spent is time gained. Glory to God. So I want to speak to you about the full package tonight. You know, growing up, one of the major things that... Um, I was taught, I don't want to generalize, I don't want to say you because my foundation with yours may be quite different. So I'm not going to say one of the things we were taught, but one of the things I was taught was um, whenever I hear the word salvation, man of God, what comes to my mind is giving my life to Christ and going to heaven. Hallelujah, which is part of it. But you see, salvation is a package from God. And... Um, it is quite, should I say, amazing that um, a lot of people have not enjoyed that package from God because they've been limited on their scope of the word salvation. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, it says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Glory to God. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So it is possible for Christians and believers not to be enjoying the full package of salvation. Why? Because they've had a limited knowledge of what salvation that comes from God is. I want you to pay attention because I'm just putting some blocks to this building. And very soon the Lord is going to hit you strongly with this word. So it is possible that a lot of believers have not been enjoying the full package of salvation. Why? Because they have a limited knowledge of what the Lord has already prepared for them. Of what the will of God is. So the reason why believers are spirit-filled but yet impoverished in the department of their health or their wealth is because the full package of salvation has not been discovered. So there are a lot of believers, they do all the practices and um, do all the spiritual gymnastics. They pray, they fast, they live faithfully, they don't insult their neighbors, they don't covet another person's uh, goods. But at the end of the day, they don't get to enjoy the full package from God. This is very, very important because if the scripture says by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, to the prophet Uzziah in Uzziah 4 verse 6 that my people are destroyed my people are destroyed means my people are impoverished my people are in need of a particular area do you understand my people are denied of some vital things and some vital privileges because they lack knowledge in where in those vital areas I want you to get it right now so when you hear the word or you see the word destroyed 
don't just look at it destroyed like going to hell or having accident or the physical destruction of the body no they are destroyed in some vital areas of their living because they don't have the recipient or the prerequisite knowledge that is required to step into the kind of life that God has desired for them or designed for them you get what I'm saying now alright so it's very very essential for us to begin to understand what this full package is somebody say full package hallelujah say it like a minute my daughter always says full package since we started praying for this meeting every time you see her she'll say full package <laughs> so today while we're coming for the meeting uh and my son said daddy is is it here that is the full package that's when we drove and we parked in this place in the uh, the venue of the meeting they say uh, daddy is it here that is the full package and i'll say yes this is where the full package will be happening so somebody say full package <laughs> glory to god and you see so i began to explain why a lot of believers are spirit-filled tongue-talking they observe the commandments of god but yet are impoverished in some vital areas of their lives for example areas of their health areas of their wealth glory to god and i began to explain to you that it is possible that they lack knowledge in those areas that's why they've not been able to enjoy the full package that the lord has promised them it's also possible let's create a balance that maybe the teachers of the gospel may also be the cause it may also be that the teachers of the gospel also taught the word but the receivers who are the members did not receive this word with faith because it's not enough to just hear the word when you come to a church like this where the man of god believes in the word of god he may preach the word but how you receive the word matters the bible says um the people received the word but it did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith glory to god so it's possible to receive the word but if you do not mix it with faith what happens it will not profit you hallelujah because in the bible and when it comes to deal with spiritual thing what you know is what you get you get what i'm saying when it has to do with spiritual things what you know is what you get it's not what because our god is not a respecter of presence our god is not moved by emotions you, you get what i'm saying our god is moved by his every word so it's possible ma that you may be very sick and because you have not engaged the word of god you will not get healed just by just by by being pitiful and uh, uh, and, and living in emotion and having pity party together maybe the group of your friends all of you say kai why this thing do you now well what caused this thing it will not bring healing it's when a believer stands his ground and say this sickness is not supposed to be my portion that's when the sickness begins to leave so what you know is what you get in this kingdom it's not a kingdom of emotions no god is not moved by emotions god is moved by his every word glory to god glory to god because god intended for man to be like him on earth hallelujah 
So the plan of God that redemption is wholeness where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. Glory to God. Where you are filled with all the glory and all the goodness of God. That's the plan of God from redemption. In the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 where we read, the Bible says my people are destroyed. It did not say the people are destroyed. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. He did not say the people are destroyed. He says my people. So when the Holy Spirit was speaking to the prophet Hosea, he was speaking to him and personalizing the fact that it is God's people that have been destroyed though, for lack of knowledge. It is not just the people outside. It is God's people. So it's possible to be a God person without knowledge and still be impoverished. Hallelujah. Because knowledge is key. And you see, I'm going to repeat myself. What you know is what you get. Hallelujah. Let me talk to you about the wheel briefly. As we begin to delve into the word deeply. Jesus came and emphasized the fact in the book of 1 John chapter 4 verse 17 that as he is, so are we also. Hallelujah. So when the man of God says that, he's trying to let you know the heart of God. The mind of God, the disposition of Jesus. It says, as he is, so are you also. Have you ever thought of that word? I don't think you've ever, <laughs> I don't think you've ever taken that word into your heart to meditate on it. It says, as he is, so are we also. Glory to God. He went further in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 to 13 to show us what the content of our prayers should be like not really a pattern do you understand not really a paraphrase but the way or what our prayer should contain our father who art in heaven hello be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it's in heaven glory to god somebody say there is a will somebody say there is a will your will be done where? On earth as it's in heaven. Now this is how it works. God has children all over the universe and also in the heavens. But this is how it is. Some of God's children are in heaven and some are where? On earth. The ones on earth, I like to put it this way. They are on earth for a rehearsal and an assignment. And after that rehearsal and assignment, God is going to take them back to the rest of their brothers where? In heaven. Now, I want you to follow me. Let's do it like the, <laughs> like the, like the Sunday school practice. Hallelujah. Now, God says, when Jesus was teaching the children, he says what? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it means there's a will of the Father that exists in heaven. That God desires for it to be replicated on earth if you understand how things work in the heavenlies hallelujah in heaven you will discover there's nothing like sickness in heaven there's nothing like poverty in heaven hallelujah nobody dies of diabetes in heaven it means when god says your will be done on earth as it's in heaven it means he wants you to engage what happens in heaven to bring it to earth glory to god Somebody say, Father, your will be done in my life 
as it is in heaven. Because the true content of salvation is in the will of God. You see, every man, every wealthy man has a will. And that man prepares the will in case of the time of death. Because nobody on earth lives forever. So when a man prepares his will, you know what happens. The will will never come to effect unless the man dies. Even if the man is on sick bay, the will will never be affected. And what is the content of the will? Deborah, you are going to own the whole estate around North Bank. Stephen, you are going to have the 10 million dollars in my account. Jacinta, you are going to, you see, that's an example of a will. You get what I'm saying? Now, when the man dies, what happens is the will is now unveiled, usually after burial. And after all the family talk and gist, the will is unveiled, then everyone knows what is bequeathed to him. The same way God has a will for man. And that will was there from the foundations of the earth. The Old Testament folks, or the guys in the earlier testament, like I love to say it, they enjoyed some portion of the will, but not the full package. Because why? The Lamb of God had not been slain. So when Jesus died on the cross, on the day of the death of Jesus Christ, the will of the Father was unveiled. That was why the curtain was torn from the top to the bottom. To show that everything that belongs to man, to, that belongs to God's children, has been opened. You get what I'm saying? So, when Jesus died on the cross, the will was made known to man. It means you can assess God freely without a hearing aid, without a hearing piece, without consulting someone who is supposed to be the oracle of the street. When God sacrificed his son Jesus on the cross, he gave the right. And everyone that accepted him became a son. Glory to God. He became who? A son. I was speaking to my sister yesterday. We encountered, you know, every time I meet God's children, I just love to, to just talk about the word of God. And I began to tell her she was listening to a song. And I told her this song um, is a popular song, so I'm not going to mention the song so that you, you don't get agitated. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> uh, it will not be good. So, and the content of this song, sir, was uh, uh, you are supposed to do something in my life. The song, the song, the lyrics is so simple that if I mention it now, all of you will know. Now, but what did I say to her? I told her, that song is emotionally sweet and the people who sang it they have good vocals but that's not a song of a new testament believer you have already been healed you are not looking for healing you are not begging god to be healed sickness may be in your life but it's your responsibility to kick it out you get what i'm saying so when a new believer says kai let me just move I, I was tempted to mention the song very now, but I'm just going to move. So God also made a will for us, which was released on the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. And just like I said, that death was the only reason why the will was going to be unraveled, why the will was going to be open. But the big question now is, what is the content of salvation? Ask your neighbor. What is the content of salvation? 
ask your neighbor another question how should man live in this present world please i want you to ask so that when you begin to get the question by the holy ghost you will understand is man really born for dominion ask your neighbor is man really born for dominion like so why is man not living in total dominion as captured in the scripture if you said man was born for dominion why is man not living in total dominion let me make something clear to you even the natural man without the holy ghost can do great things and become all things are you sure in the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 22 and genesis 1 28 genesis 1 22 and god blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth give us 28 verse 28 and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over everything that moved upon the earth so it means the natural man that is not even born again without the holy ghost is a blessed man because anyone or anything that the lord is blessed is empowered to succeed because the word blessed or blessing there means empowered to succeed glory to god glory to god so now imagine the extent that a believer can go with the trinity bodily dwelling in him you didn't get that we just talked about the man in genesis chapter 1 verse 22 and 28 that did not have the holy ghost that jesus did not die for yet and god created that man and says multiply dominate be fruitful then i pose a question to you imagine a man a believer the length that he can go with the trinity bodily dwelling in him i want you to visualize a man yielded by the spirit of the sovereign lord that man is spectacular that man is awesome that man cannot be caged that man cannot be in captivity that man cannot be oppressed by demonic forces that man cannot lay his hands upon anything and fail because that man carries the trinity bodily dwelling in him it means you carry god the father god the son and god the holy spirit it's a mystery i want you to understand this word by faith lift your hands and say father i receive your word by faith so i receive your word by faith glory to god so imagine the length that man can go and do you know the man i'm talking about guess who i'm talking about yeah that's right that's the man that's the man okay the men are not here that's the man there's the man there's the man hallelujah i'm talking about the one who has received christ and the holy ghost lives in him somebody say amen so your true potentials in god begins to show when your true understanding of the full package of salvation is revealed this is the life that god intends for man 
where man can begin to control and dominate his affairs picture this in this manner if the bible says that jesus is the head of principalities and powers and that same jesus lives in you then you should be able to control principalities and powers around you you should be able to control the affairs of your life you should be able to to determine what enemies do around you you get what i'm saying you cannot have christ in you and live in consistent crisis it doesn't sound like the wheel glory to god do i say as a believer you don't have challenges no we have challenges that's not what i'm saying but the bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord is going to raise up a standard there is a standard that a man and a woman of god has so however your title is you know who you are you know your disposition why because there is the greater one lives on your inside so when you carry yourself you carry yourself like someone that has god in his inside somebody say i carry god now what is the content of salvation salvation is compounded with so many rich inheritance while we were in school they taught us english and our english teacher said um there's a word called the compound word hallelujah amen but you know what a compound word is now salvation is compounded with so many riches the word salvation in the greek is soteria while in hebrew is called yeshua or yesha now both soteria and yeshua which coincidentally is the name of our lord jesus <laughs> salvation hallelujah so soteria in the new testament and yeshua or yesha in the old testament means one and the same thing now i'm about to dive into the full package if you're listening or you're writing i want you to listen very very well now soteria or yeshua or yesha as the scripture puts it in the greek and in the hebrew means health salvation means wealth it means deliverance it means victory it means prosperity and also it means to save from sin let me take it one more time salvation means health it means wealth it means deliverance it means victory it means prosperity and to save from sin so while we were growing up the only thing i knew about salvation was salvation to save from sin so as i began to grow my only desire was father i want to know you more and go to heaven not to go to hell so i lived a good christian life continue to live just it may be the story of everyone here or some persons here so but as we began to move god began to expose these things little by little to me i've read these scriptures before i've checked the meaning of salvation but didn't make any strong meaning until i began to prepare for this meeting so salvation was more of a physical and material and tangible experience for the guys in the earlier testament or the old testament now how do i know in the old testament 
Salvation was more of a physical material, a tangible experience for God's children, rather than a spiritual connotation. Like most New Testament Christians or believers, picture it. In the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. In the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. Look at this scripture. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you this day. For the Egyptians who ye see today, you shall see them no more. So in the Old Testament, Moses always encouraged the children of God to stand and see. What does it mean to stand and see? To stand and see means to stand and experience the salvation. That is the saving power of God. So salvation for them, like deliverance, was something they could experience. Was something they could see. Was something they were able to, to touch and enter into. You know why? Because testimonies only come after the revelation of God's word is gotten. To have the word only in your mind does not produce testimony. To carry the Bible and read John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Alone cannot unveil the love of God to you. It is when you carry that same scripture from your mind meditate on it brood on it and deposit it in your heart that's when it becomes a revelation to you that suddenly you may be sleeping in your bed at night after praying in tongues and you will feel a physical presence hugging you and when you wake up you discover that there is nobody but it was the holy ghost because you have dived into the revelation of the love of god so the word of god that you read alone does not profit you that's what the bible says for the later kill it but the spirit it giveth life so when the word of god is only letters in your mind it can never produce glory to god that's how it happens so isn't it amazing how the old testament believers without the perfect sacrifice still was able to enjoy much from jehovah hallelujah tell somebody god is not the respecter of presence now say to another person who is ready to hear he's a respecter of his principles and his principles are his words so what you get depends on what you know and engage glory to god because spiritual principles must be activated for it to produce testimonies if you don't activate spiritual principles they will never produce testimonies for you somebody say amen so as long as the word is still a letter it will never produce life in the book of second corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 you will get to understand as long as the word is still letters it will never produce as long as the word has not become flesh it will not dwell amongst you it will not dwell in you and it will not produce glory to god the bible says in john chapter 6 verse 63 it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing the words that i speak unto you they are spirit and they are life. It is the spirit that quickens. Glory to God. So the word that I speak to you, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit. Spirit there is pneuma, the very spirit of God. And the words that I speak to you, they are also what? They are life, zoe, the very life of God. It means the word of God 
the combination of the word of God caught as revelation it, pro it becomes the spirit of God in your inside and also the very life of God's away the very essence of God what makes God God the creative ability of God that's where that's what dwells in you every time that the word of God becomes a revelation to you enough of consuming the word of God going to church listening to word playing tapes and not meditating until those words becomes flesh in you until the world becomes revelation in you until the world begins to produce until you begin to see tangible things things that you can touch things that you can live in things that you can testify about until it becomes the power of the most high god that lives in you and is resident in your life somebody say father let your word become your spirit and your word in my life the word of god has the capacity to create and to produce something from nothing the bible says in the book of genesis chapter 1 when god was about to create the heavens and the earth what happens the bible says the spirit of god did what hovered around the waters he moved upon the waters and god says let there be and it's that same spirit of god that the bible says that jesus was speaking he says this same word that i speak to you they are new man that same spirit that moved upon the waters and God says let there be so when God says let there be that same word of God the Bible says if that word dwells in you he shall quicken your mortal bodies if that same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you the Bible says it will do what it will quicken your mortal bodies it will take away every imperfection it will take away everything that does not look like God from your life somebody say amen somebody say amen so this is what has been bequeathed to you by Christ Jesus you are far from ordinary tell somebody that you are far from ordinary if the person is not doing like he has caught anything touch yourself I am far from ordinary as long as you have the word as long as you pray the word as long as you confess the word you will become a wonder to your world glory to god and that same word lives in you the bible says jesus is the word of the father hallelujah and the bible says your body is the temple of the holy spirit so say this after me as long as i have the word as i pray the word and i confess the word I will become a wonder to my world glory to God glory to God you become a wonder to your world how to access salvation number one how do I gain access to salvation if most of you are attentive today you'll discover today is more of a teaching because God wants this thing to sink in our heart but don't worry i told you the god told me that he has a full package for everyone here tonight so before we share the grace something that is heavier than you is going to hit you and whatever is not of god in your life will begin to disappear for some of you god told me that your family has been marked i don't know how maybe by association or your confession it has been marked for consistent evil 
but God says that siege will be broken tonight in the name of Jesus hallelujah it, that's not it's not supposed to be so Saint Paul says I bear the mark of God in me so I am a touch not glory to God you are a touch not tell somebody you are a touch not so how do I access salvation number one through the knowledge of the perfect sacrifice Woo! I thought somebody was going to say glory there's nothing I love to talk about like the perfect sacrifice there's nothing there's nothing I love to talk about like the perfect sacrifice somebody say the knowledge of the perfect sacrifice in 1st Corinthians chapter 1 verse 23 you will get to understand that Christ crucified is the central importance for salvation Christ crucified is the central importance of salvation but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto Greeks foolishness what do they preach Christ crucified to some it sounds like foolishness to some it pricks their religious ego glory to God but Christ crucified is the central importance for salvation the perfect sacrifice what is the perfect sacrifice the perfect sacrifice is the death burial resurrection and exaltation of Jesus let me say that again the perfect sacrifice is the death burial resurrection and the exaltation of Christ Jesus the perfect sacrifice is not just an aspect of the gospel the perfect sacrifice is the gospel somebody preach that to your neighbor the perfect sacrifice is not just an aspect of the gospel the perfect sacrifice is the gospel so every benefit you will ever have in life will be tied to your knowledge of the perfect sacrifice your victory in ministry in family in business and in life generally is tied to your knowledge and your revelation of the perfect sacrifice if you must ever ascend or make any meaningful impact in ministry on earth in family in your relationship or in your career you must have the knowledge and the revelation of the perfect sacrifice consider these scriptures in the book of first timothy chapter 2 verse 3 to 6 for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior pause let's read it together this first verse no let's go back thank you want to go for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior now what is this thing that God sees as good perfect and acceptable in his sight move to the next verse who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth what is this knowledge of the truth the knowledge of the truth is the perfect sacrifice that is what is pleasing good and acceptable before the sight of God that is what God sees as faith we're going to continue for there is one God and one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus for there is one God and one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time so that thing that is good in the sight of God that is perfect that God loves to hear and behold is the perfect sacrifice and that is the truth of God's word the perfect sacrifice I want you to, to let you know 
tonight that the perfect sacrifice paved the way for you it gave you a one-way traffic directly to God glory to God where like I said from the beginning you don't need an earpiece or a a soothsayer or the man who hears from God only to communicate your affairs between you and God the perfect sacrifice but once gave you and I that privilege it paved the way where the high priest does not need to enter and close the big curtain behind you and perform the sacrifice on your behalf but now you can stay in your living room and say dad I need this contract and suddenly people who are more qualified than you hallelujah God will bypass them and give it to you because the food that is meant for children cannot be given to dogs ah oh, you didn't get that while you are busy calculating your degrees and your capacity God is looking at you and he's saying that's not the basis for my blessing while you are looking at you had a first class in accounting and you deserve that CBN job God said that's not the basis for my blessing a girl who graduated with third class but knows that she carries the blessing in her she will stand and say father I'm the redeemed of the Lord <laughs> hey the blessing of the Lord it make it rich and added no sorrow you say whenever I knock at the door you open unto me you say I'm the apple of your eyes father you know say I don't get anybody for CBN but let your perfect will be done I need that job and suddenly you are nowhere close to that and the Lord puts it in your hand because God does not answer to your degree if your degree like let it be more than that of a thermometer God answers only to the perfect sacrifice that's what God answers to somebody say amen somebody say Christ crucified is the reason for my deliverance no 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 you're not saying it like you are following say Christ crucified is the reason for my victory hallelujah glory to God if God dwells in you woman of God Christ lives in you how will somebody appear in your dream and say he's going to take your baby out of your womb how when you live in Christ and Christ lives in God and is seated in heavenly places high above principal now calculate that transportation you did not get that calculate that transportation from where you live <laughs> to the hemisphere to the stratosphere to the first heavens the second heavens get to where god is you penetrate those bad guys with seven eyes you penetrate the lion and the eagle that the bible told us about that guides the throne of god you penetrate that penetrate the angels get to god butcher god get to jesus butcher jesus then get to you butcher you and butcher your baby how how that's how to get the revelation of god so that when i've been in my dream what, what was that dream when i woke up something happened in my dream and when i woke up what was that revelation when i i think i dreamed that whether i died or somebody shot me and when i woke up from the dream i began to laugh and I asked myself, Mama, I say, how? How? 
when I'm inside Christ and Christ is inside God and we are seated in heavenly places mama don't allow the devil give you unnecessary prayer point when you are supposed to be sleeping and be enjoying yourself so that you'll be growing and you'll be growing you understand then you stand up and, and begin to bind in the midnight see I pray in the midnight and you should pray in the midnight but do you know why you pray in the midnight pray to generate power pray to generate power somebody say amen somebody say I live in Christ Christ lives in God and we are seated in heavenly places somebody say I believe I receive and that's my testimony so the perfect sacrifice came to reconcile you with God it came to give you a father-son relationship and a father-daughter relationship the Bible says once upon a time in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12 and also in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 18 that you were once aliens you were once visitors you were once enemies of God you get what I'm saying now you were once enemies of God but you were reconciled because of the perfect sacrifice somebody say thank you Lord for the perfect sacrifice in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19 to 22 the Bible says and and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in the world but also in that which is to come and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church so that's the privilege that you have like I told you the perfect sacrifice is the death burial resurrection and the exaltation of Jesus so you and I that have received Christ we were crucified with Christ and when Christ resurrected we were also resurrected with Christ and when Christ was exalted what happened did they leave you in the former position you were also exalted this is your position as a believer somebody say I am exalted this thing is not pride though did you read it from the Bible yes that's your place in God and do you know what the devil fears anyone with the knowledge and the revelation of Christ ha you did not get that I said the devil fears anyone with the knowledge and the revelation of the perfect sacrifice do you know why because when Satan was defeated it was a public show ah glory to God it was a public show so every time the enemy re remembers what Jesus did to him the victory of Jesus over him and he sees a believer that has the same understanding the enemy stays far from you your life becomes different glory to God because the enemy's defeat at the cross was a shameful one and can never be forgotten in a hurry no wonder the Bible says in the book of 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 8b it says for had they known it they would not have crucified the Lord of glory they did not know that it will end this way mama they did not know they thought by killing Jesus they have killed the best of God they thought they have terminated the promise they thought they have terminated a man of miracles but when they killed Jesus 
Instead of one man of miracle dying, more men of miracles were multiplied. Ha! Glory to God. More men of miracles were multiplied when Christ was crucified. Glory to God. So anytime a believer shows up with the knowledge and the revelation of the perfect sacrifice of what Jesus did on the cross, do you know what happens? The enemy shuts down. When you show up with the knowledge of the perfect sacrifice, the enemy shuts down. Glory to God. So your victory is nowhere without the perfect sacrifice. Hallelujah. Not to have the knowledge or the revelation of the perfect sacrifice is an, is an expensive lack to have. It's an expensive lack to have. Somebody say, I believe that Christ died. He was buried. He resurrected. And he's exalted. And he lives in me. Somebody say, glory to God. The second way, quickly, as I begin to round up, on how to access salvation, number two is via the knowledge of the word of God. In Isaiah chapter 4, verse 6, where we started from, the Bible says, my people are destroyed from the lack of knowledge. So the lack of knowledge of God's word is a very expensive lack to have. Tell somebody that the lack of God's word. Tell somebody like you mean it. The lack of the knowledge of God's word is a very expensive lack to have. You know, because freedom, deliverance, and faith stems from the truth of God's word. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 8 verse 32, it says then you will know the truth and the truth will make you free then you will know the truth and the truth will make you free so deliverance comes from where knowing the truth healing comes from where knowing the truth say it like a minute wisdom comes from where knowing the truth if I'm looking for the fruit of the womb it comes from where if I need that contract it comes from where because all things are yours. So the full package of salvation that was delivered to you at redemption can only be accessed when knowledge is present. Somebody say, Father, I receive knowledge. I receive revelation tonight. Glory to God. And you see, this knowledge, this revelation, it will not, this knowledge will not profit you if it does not become a revelation. Because the things of God are only appropriated by faith. It is only gotten by faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Man of God, sir. When I read that scriptures for the first time, without faith, it's impossible to please God. The first time as I was growing in God, do you know what I thought? I thought when the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. I thought the Bible was talking about Observing my first commandment, not being a bully to my friends, not being a wicked Christian, coming to church every day, not coveting another man's good. All that is good and we should follow that as children of God. But that's not what God was talking about. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, sir, you are not pleasing God when there is sickness in your life and you don't speak the word of God for it to go. Because the will of God and the purpose of God for you is not to be in sickness, it's to be in health. It says, with long life have I satisfied you. 
I show you my salvation. So if your life is threatened and you become agitated and live in fear, you are not pleasing God. How do you please God? Every time that you engage the word of God to solve a need in your life, you are pleasing God. The Bible says God is pleased in the in this prosperity of his children. You, you did not get that. God is pleased when you live in health. God is pleased when you go for an interview and you are 200 and you emerge number one. God is pleased when you are considered above every other person who does not know him. So how do I please God, sir? In my business, I should stand and decree that my business must flourish. Whether businesses are not flour flourishing in Benway State or in the North Central, my business must flourish. Because what is the will of God? How do I please God? Is that what he has placed in my hands? We prosper. The Bible says that we bless the work of your hands. So if the work of your hands is not blessed or they are not blessed, it's not the plan of God and it's not the purpose of God and it's not the fault of God. It is the fault of the man who has refused to understand that salvation means wealth, health, deliverance, victory, prosperity, promotion. And that is the full package. Glory to God. Glory to God. So when a man who looks at salvation from the one point as saving from sin and going to heaven, he's not operating on the full package. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 4 verse 1, it says the heir to the throne, as long as he's a child, he differentiates not from a slave. Everything that is bequeathed to him will be handed over to what? Instructors and to guidance until he grows up and becomes an adult. Now what does he mean? That statement is metaphoric. The, the word there, child, means as long as you're a child, you don't know your right. You can walk into my house now and tell my son to get out. If your face is strong enough, he will leave the house in fear because he does not know that that's his father's house. You can collect his phone from him. You can intimidate him because he's a child. He does not have understanding of what is bequeathed to him or what has been transferred to him hallelujah so the bible says as long as the head to the throne is a child it's nothing more or less like a slave so it, it, does a slave have a right a slave doesn't have a right so the only way you are going to enter into the full package is when you now become a son you grow up and you know that you are not a child and this is what salvation has promised you when christ died and resurrected what happened the bible says christ says it is finished it is finished when you gave your life to christ let me tell you something that you should believe by faith you know i told you this word today where i've been believing by faith one of the things you should believe by faith when you gave your life to christ you are living faithfully consciously knowing that you want to do the will of god the matter of heaven is settled at that point now look at your life ask yourself the way we are eating in this house is it what we should be eating if it's not gather the scriptures of provision and prosperity begin to hammer on it until the revelation clicks when it clicks and you begin to eat and suddenly it looks like from what you are eating diabetes is coming and all manner of sickness carry scriptures of health begin to digest it that is how to digest the full package you don't get it at once that's why i pity people who in pride thinks they cannot sit and listen to anybody because
because they've, they've been serving God for a long time. They know the scriptures. They know the word. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Every time I sit down and I listen to God's word, faith is built in the areas that I'm not strong in. That's how to live in the full package. Glory to God. One of the other ways to access salvation. Salvation is in Jesus. Salvation is in the name of Jesus. And salvation is in Jesus. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verse 12. It says, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other than. There is none other. None other name under the heaven. Given among men. Whereby we must be saved. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10. That the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it. And they are saved. Somebody said the name of Jesus. Is a strong tower. So salvation. Like health, wealth, deliverance, victory, prosperity. And to save from sin. Is in the name of Jesus. There is no other name. Somebody rise up on your feet and say there is no other name. Somebody rise up on your feet and say there is no other name. Say there is no other name. Say there is no other name. Oh father we worship you. There is no other name. Now listen to this. Before we pray. Jesus is not a way. Jesus is the way. Glory to God. Jesus is not a way. Jesus is the way. It means Jesus is not an option. Jesus is the core. Jesus is the only option. But there is no other name other than the name of Jesus by which anyone can be saved. Jesus is the source of your health. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. He is one who empowers you to get wealth. In Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. And he is your deliverer in Luke 4 18. He is the one who gives you constant victory. In 1 Corinthians 15 57. And he is the one who makes your way prosperous. In the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And Jesus is the only one that can save you from hell. In John chapter 3 verse 17. And it's that same Jesus that we have come to adore. Somebody lift your hands and say, Jesus, thank you for coming into my life. Now let me do this before I pray for you briefly. If you have not received Jesus, I want you to come up. Let me lead you to Christ because... What we're about to do next, in a few minutes, you will not benefit if you don't know this Jesus. If you have never accepted Jesus, the rest of you, I want you to begin to pray in your heart. If you have not accepted Jesus, I want you to come out. Don't be shy. Somebody is here that Jesus wants to touch and make new. I want you to come out. As I was preaching, it was like a fire in your heart. I want you to come out. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. You there? If you're that kind of person, come out. Come out. Thank you. Come on, thank you. For your blood has washed my sins. For your blood has washed my guilt. For your blood has made me righteous, most holy. For your blood, for your blood. Has washed my sins for your blood has washed my guilt for your blood has made me righteous most holy. 